0: The the, 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 the. There Hello and welcome to Dr. TFM speaks on quantum mythology. Today I'm gonna try to order a little bit more. I put out a video literally tonight on this Sunday about chromotherapy based off basically the alpha chroma here of blue. So based off this ability to digitally reconstruct an image and invert the color spectrum, kinda of see the the paradox Chesterton in Christ kind of like, kind of talk about Chester-Chamber, is known as the Prince of Paradox, uh, this gives us a digital look into spiritual dynamics, mood shifts, artistic content, mood skin, uh, culture, past traumas, it's kind of like a, it's like a science, which we're going to present at the time, just because it is. So... On a mythology, let's, let's, uh, panpsychism isolates kind of brainwave states in reference to personality structures and a kind of isometric sociologies which are concurrent with norms that we have either internalized, accepted, or proven true. So that is good. And it kind of disavows the whole Foucaultian epistemological doubts on a valid universal social structure as it foregoes the codependencies and the undermining of just general darkness and Buddhism and kind of postmodern skepticism and cynicism It says, hey, psychology is good. It's protective. We'll use it. You know what I mean? So that's cool there, uh, panpsychism. Quantum mythology is interesting uh, just because it has a little bit more of an energy, a, a wavelength that uh, we can relate with at a visual and syntactical level without kind of like compromising modern storytelling or... or finding too many faults within personal dilemmas within how we relate to said mythology and I think that's interesting because we see we see the parallels between Lewis and then the uh, creators of the, the Marvel Universe uh, uh, Stanley use some Greek like Thanos and Greek means death. It'd be a kind of a nominative. Not exactly. uh, The Greek language, the the word use the case of the grammar is a lot different than say English, which uh, like Hebrew is very straightforward. Uh, In Greek, you could use words out of place at different times, and the sentence, though the words are placed differently, would mean exactly the same. So it's a situationally. Responsive, instead of like a clear and direct language. It's very alert of a situation, very responsible, and the mean the meanings are multivariated. Whereas in English, everything is layered and kind of almost ugly yet a beautiful disaster. So that's interesting there. I think we we find ourselves within linguistic barriers often and mythology often attempts to take on that burden of doubt within human cultures that a people are this lie that people cannot get along which is a total total it's a her- that's a heresy within almost all true religions right you know Christ would condemn the heresy as irresponsible because it's not protecting them. It's not within the value of love. And in Greek, there's, there's many different words for love. There's pragma, which is long-term pragmatic, social love that protects one another, uh, often leading to an institutional uh, understanding of how to protect other people. Um, there's Agape, which is a humble, more dirty, brotherly like dwarf, dwarf from The Hobbit, maybe kind of love. And we see these parallels within Lewis, and, and um, that, that was only really disrupted by the beginnings of post-structuralist work and space novels, and Clark, which is really interesting, the, the streamline of fantasy writing, and it's brought back. After Paralandra and uh, Larry, Larry Niven, and uh, there's then there becomes the postmodern conscious split. We have two varying ideations that have very different serious consequences because we have the digital development of human culture, 70s and 80s, then we have the you know, which led to the neuromancer the matrix. This whole idea that we're living in a you know, digitally constructed quantum realm which kind of changed our uh, groundwork of how we even write post modern that mild self-awareness obsession with uh, linguistics how what one is saying kind of like the self gratifying narcissism and ability to really deconstruct pluralism as it is in the moment yet having this big awareness that people are wa- wrong that's kinda of like that's WandaVision and that's heated by Austin Positivism. And that's pretty much the end of the West right there as the state neutralizes the church and some suedo Positivist manifold that's codependent, saying, Help me before I help you kinda of like sifting everybody in the wrong direction. You know, and I, th- I think it's interesting that Wyakowski now sisters take the manifold, the responsibility to wake people up intellectually, eh, you know, which is that terrifying event, the anamnesis, the fear before God. Hey, I exist in the cosmos, it's way bigger than myself, way bigger than my ego, my pride, my skepticism, my pleasure, even. But I'm interested in personally. Wakes us up to empathy, community, metanoia. Our mind starts to wake up, start to get angry, even. Injustice seems bizarre, uh, demented, even. That's the spiritual war that we become aware of. I think that's interesting. Quantum mythology, you know, the Paracletes is historical, the baseline, the dignity. Of history, then we have like the Greek shifting the Hebrew alignment towards intellectual Gentile thought, where the whole world could relate, and that's kind of like the East-West manifold balance and integration. Be that until Islam and the 12th century, where Aristotle's getting uh, the uh, Greek to you know to Latin, then eventually English ironically, from Arabs. So you see this beautiful pluralism start in the 12th century, kind of heated by Aquinas, ruined by Austin, or heightened. Positivism is dangerous because there's, there's not a confession that Christ is Lord. When he says, I am, and there's the public confession, it's more of a human despondency. Well, the confession that God exists, but there's no differentiating line of Christ as Lord, kind of being the pragmatic divide, the long-term skepticism towards false belief or pleasure alone. When you say Christ is Lord, it, 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 there's that um, there's a humility that says, "I'm nothing, ego sumnata and then the entrance into a greater domain. Socioeconomic conditions or legalism, Pharisees, may physically harm the individual speaking the truth from, you know, just general sexual frustrations, narcissistic rage, immature theology, and whatnot, that has not developed past pluralism, that is not clear pluralism in itself, so it has not fully subscribed to pluralism, yet pluralism itself has not... Aware enough in those individuals as a developed philosophy to where people understand uh, Christianity, Christ, or Islam. Uh, like the Catholic Church, Islam in the Middle East had banned the use of the Quran in public use so they could maintain control and form a line, set some boundaries on the culture and is the opposite, you know. And about 80 years ago, Catholicism allowed public reading of Scripture. Luther, 500 years ago, did that with enormous results. Uh, Protestants a lot more angry. Protestantism is a lot more angry and unstable setting boundaries. Once it gets the personality expression, it's a lot more streamlined and a lot more healthy and fun. Um, and that's where you see pluralism start to die. Because once you start to see Christ is Lord within the Protestant that is confessing Christ is Lord, you find the mythologies of other people's work a lot more tolerable, which is interesting. You can just read uh, it says First Samuel two three God is the God of knowledge, you know. And who's gonna attack somebody with knowledge? Because they're bored, you know somebody that the people would feel ashamed to do that. They'd feel stupid or inferior, you know. And that creates progress and boundaries naturally, yet the law is interjected to protect the common good there, and, you know, shocks Rousseau. So, which can lead back to an over law of law, religion, or a kind of old testament of game, within a new testament framework, like it's either the father, the mother, archetype type combines with the divine child, the person who understands that modern society, yes, is essential. We need that law, you know, create that fundamental protection of the order, and you know, the actual, well, you know, the people, you know, the people here now, the the mud dirt of society, the, the being, and not not an abstract theory. So that's allows for greater freedoms, within more people, protects more people, within and without systems, um, the, yeah. within uh, respective you know, city, ecology is usually where people are generating or not generating capital. If you're generating enough capital, usually people just kind of avoid you. If you're not generating any capital, they start to project. Uh, <laughs> They call the police usually, and that's, that's America, because we have a capitalist, centrist, left-wing dominant society right now, you know, that that's not, we're a little bit more, uh, hum- we're a little bit more humbled, and um, I think that creates a little bit more intellectual defeatism, which allows greater social developments, once we come to terms with that, with each other, so a little bit more socialized autonomy, a little bit more personality, and not just aimless fun or kind of like bad activities that don't lead this 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 is uh during liberal presidencies we usually have a little bit more fun expensive like you know centralist economies that trump perhaps is setting up during his presidency in america and you know getting our assets back you, which is good. Uh, with a lot <laughs> of dangerous, selfish Antichrist and the Apostle Jude perhaps description of just being selfish type expense a charitable community. Did, uh, so have like maybe, <laughs> maybe really happen. Otherwise anti-Christ like, Substrata you can reverse that, allow for a lot more productivity in the states, that allows... Hopefully if we get North Korea trade routes down... You know, we, get, we, 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 got, we got, world ideally, world peaks for maybe two or three years before, you know... The natural imbalances causes political decay. And, uh, we're doing the best we can. We're gonna die. We're gonna die, so that's why Christ is Lord is important. hope right, so you guys are doing well. Quantum mythology! That's like the, the political kind of like, uh... This <laughs> essentialism right now, I feel like. The a priori despair... The inability to come to successful socioeconomic stability and like conditions of feeling impoverished or alone has altered a lot of the developments so of millennials and scared off many Gen Zs from discovering stable social norms in the church, which has harmed everybody and created a fundamental, unleavened, like a, like a dangerous vacuum, a, a dangerous tear in the, you oh, know. And the the generation's ability to hold each other accountable and strongly love one another, uh, which will allow for a lot of addictions and deaths in the future beyond COVID, Um uh, a lot more social crises that will erupt in Gen Z years probably. Um, it seems like people are being isolated more so by uh, boomers instability, emotionally, drunkenness, and the wild wild behaviors of, uh, let's say, communities like dark EDM have very, very little care for one another. That's like right-wing, like San Antonio, uh, Boston, New York, that level of like darkness in the music culture where there's not enough... Um, economic subgirding that's uh, public, so it's hard to keep each other accountable to much drug use and the leaders, the business leaders, promoters, creates a network of despondency and error. But people don't feel safe around each other and they don't feel the uh, tendency to make greater music, They don't feel motivated have reached a plateau of, you know, mixing and mastering and general music production, and they have not found an ability to keep the economy in place. Overgrowth can create undergrowth, and, you know, that creates, like, the economic earthquakes, which can shatter a lot of lives and leave people, musicians that are hardworking, economically despondent. Or- critter's block or critter's despondency what's important right now is to support your friends and family um, financially and to support your musicians financially go to patreon and you know support the ecology you know the, the community the framework what they're setting up you know give people good advice good education get people out of debt and poverty with that or else you know you might be considered useless not only by society but god too <laughs> this point, you know, with uh, eight or nine million people dead from COVID, uh, the most wise things you can do is develop a private life that is both effective and responsible and for other people. Anyways, if you guys are doing well, um, so that's kind of like a history of, of modern... A fantasy so quantum mythology political kind of like uh, updates Mm -hmm. and the psychology of the modern psychosis and despair versus extreme stability and like Christian support perhaps if you guys are uh, able to go to church uh, seems like a couple of them are, are allowing people physically which is important get those vaccines reach out to people you know keep 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 up the good work. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, back back to the OG subject of quantum mythology, uh, I think Chesterton is interesting, he doesn't write a lot of fiction, he, he struggles with creating something that isn't there. Most of what he wrote was uh, very, very gritty. Beautiful, realistic philosophy that's like electric, mathematical, and poetic, and uh, is supposed to inhibit bad behavior. Where, where, you know, like the opposite of precursor, so postcursor. Okay supposed to give people the ability to bear fruits with their uh, system of education your... so if he's writing for as a pundit. So I think that's interesting. But his fiction, like Father Brown, is very very anti solipsistic. It's very out in the world. It's not about this codependent psychosis of people going around not getting results it's about Father Brown. I've even Caring about what other people think, kind of getting those results intuitively, you know? And maintaining a simple faith. That's cool. It's, and it's not some old-steam positivism where Christ is remitted, and it's like, help me help you, success and idols, you know? And like, breaking the back of Western society, and buying a Ferrari, and not letting people into God's kingdom, rejecting them physically, and sending everybody a court order from white white skepticism, basically. There's that scene in WandaVision that's very intuitive, Disney's very intuitive, where Wanda throws the, uh, uh, Captain Marvel's best friend's daughter through five walls. Uh, You know, Wanda's starting to wake up. Uh, the, The psychosis is being lessened by the realism of the, uh, The, the, the psychosis being lessened, the willing psychosis of uh, Wanda is being lessened temporarily. But there's intense aggression because she feels like she's not going to be able to keep uh, her own psychosis stable enough, long enough. So her fake pragmatism is now violated and her umbrage codependencies are are revealed as sadistic while nobody's keeping score. So she uselessly damages <laughs> you know, African American society and we see that theme a lot, especially with police trying to feel like some useless like this some value. So they get violent and harm people, which has a very real consequence that and they believe they expect the, you know they're living in that Wanda Vision, this self-absorbed fake reality designed by that individual that who has no right to ever impose that on anybody um, or drag people into such. You know, it is doing such anyway illegally. <laughs> to feed a narcissistic tendency that's often derived from the screen or internet use that's rampant. Hence, like the universe within the universe, the 666, WWW, and Gehenna, the image of the beast. Muddy um, mighty realism of African society does not subscribe to dancing, that's metaphysical physical realism that King David did and Christ often enable rather than drug use so, however there's that inability to send within the value of love that protects that's important like um that this knee overarches within all these things actually like you uh, see there which is very interesting um, in that, that, fantasy, that fantasy, mythology is important because we find that G-rated or PG Disney realism is somehow closer to our Christianity, the historical one, the one that's fleshly yet spiritual, loving that that acknowledges Christ, where Christ came in the flesh. Christ will come back, kind of a uh, psychological rooting, which is important. To ground movie culture and Marvel came close. Maybe this will always come close to Christian gospel. I think the best rival that's non Hollywood, it's non Jewish controlled, is Dallas Jenkins The Chosen, crowdsourced, crowdfunded, best acting, perhaps, and grassroots funded. Kind of. you know, TV events in history. And it's, you know, taking the digital realm, sucking the 666 out of the 666 into just gospel realism and digital culture that's more godly, Christ-aligned, which is very interesting. So that takes... And it shows us our debt. debt. Digitally, even. So that reduces it's, its... it's overcoming the 666 during a despair cycle within capitalism and natural imbalances with the nature that human beings created by being violent and stubborn and disobedient towards Jesus. And overcoming that detached skepticism much mm-hmm. extremes and cause is going interesting within communities which may seem antisocial. Anyways, hope you guys are doing well. God bless you guys. Um, this is basically part one, I suppose. Uh, I wrote a digital psychology once put it on the blog that uh, I've been trying to spam the web to do the same thing that I suppose Dallas G can i trying to use the web to overcome the web, but use Christ as the source instead of using postmodern skeptical kind of fake realism in pluralism and codependencies to attempt to bridge religions which doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Buddhism has their light and dark and then psychology basically therein with This gives you like an eighteen hundred degree market awareness for other religions or atheism or postmodern, Modern, like agnosticism or nothing just kind of devolves from psychology into that of like a rat or a pig usually, where the sidestep is either consumerism or music theory, which is alone, you know, just nothing. Hardly just a couple neural structures and theories. With uh, the best antidote to that, like the hard antidote, is coming into Anglophone philosophy, which gives you great swaths of uh, uncertain yet certain proximal yet conceptually mastered knowledge, which validates intrinsically like Alistair McIntyre, the Catholic Aristotle, of the modern typography and writing... Talks about and is who stresses which rationality, the history of the, the development of thought, rationality, but he gives a clarificational, post clarificational culture within his writing style of the Theory, which allows us to bridge concepts easily, which is very modern. Writing styles and it's anti mythology, but it gives us the ability to describe <laughs> mythology. Without compromising a sanity, be food supplies, or wasting a lot of time trying to explain uh, maybe perhaps because of sexual guilt or sexual frustrations or general wants or needs. It allows us to move into a different area, different area, like Jacob, tent to tent tent, more rapidly mentally and then physically. It allows us to come to turns, not thought spiral perhaps like a carrion who, you know, will go into an epistemicide panic attack, where she thinks everything she's learned in her liberal upbringing coming to terms with a greater faith, a greater program, greater knowledge that's stable within a different culture or race, and, you know, that guilt of just being useless and psychotic and talking away, that postmodern evaporates real quick she comes face to face with something not only greater, a community that's a lot more realistic and that guilt comes and it manifests and, you know, with the Karen, because women are more self-expressive, and that uh, physical faintness, that inability to feel safe, it just came out of something. It's like being yanked out of the matrix too much, it's like so much truth that it's revenge. You, if it, let's say you went and like, let's go back to the Wieckowski. Too much truth, too soon. So this is kind of like the bridge on quantum mythology and, like, kind of where we are in music, church, and culture is, you know, we have, like, the underground scenes which somehow have a hardened realism, yet they have an underlying mm-hmm. huge, huge, huge part each other protected. So there's a family there. There is a family. That's valid. You know, that's firmable, constantly firmable. You can develop long-term relationships there. Culture. And then you have the pluralist divide which either captures the heart of Christ and puts it in general culture in a quorum Deo, quorum Mundi, quorum Christi, kind of like general Christianity that's just able to be thrown out there, and it does good for culture, some science, terrorism, you know, validates Islamic prophecy, Jewish culture is pacified. financial developments, and we get a good golden economy, and whatnot, and then the church is happy because we get Christ preached, the evangelists are confused because they have 20 billion followers. <laughs> On Instagram, one post they get a whole bunch of likes but feel like they have to be themselves converted yet can't be because they're not understanding the psychology of, you know, their their audience and they're not empathizing enough because it's a screen and they're not, wrong, they're not physically or they're not humbled enough financially to really empathize with anybody so they feel lost and detached. It's a huge problem with just like posting a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook. Um, I'm the worst at that. I like to uh, speak my mind. I consider myself a, a talker. <laughs> and I I, <laughs> I always try to pay people after I talk to them nowadays. <laughs> it's a bad habit of paying people after talking too much. It's probably a good thing because I don't want to waste their time, you know what I mean? especially I thought I like back in the day I could just talk to people it's okay with the virus people are dying like they need rent money they need money to buy, get a car rental go to a job okay. meeting or something so they can buy a car you know, these are essential things to do when supporting your friends and it gets people that gritty realism to break the matrix thinking that A they, they're a victim allows them to set up their own tents so to speak their own life processes when they know they can integrate successfully in the community without feeling threatened or unsafe. It gives them power, you know, empowers the citizen to start going to the bank, going to get groceries, you know Taking care of each other, especially its girls. Have fun and dance, party. And that's kind of the kingdom of God. God went to, uh, God came to those, you know, those year 12 A.D. Uh, of people hanging out at the synagogue, and you know, He talked them, He chatted with them, and He would just run up the square, get psychotic were aggressive and obsessed with themselves, trying to please other people, now he chilled with them, and he listened, and that took time and development, and that's one thing that uh, people, evangelists especially, don't understand is relationships. Just like a couple friends, Jesus had 12, and I think it's essential to keep keep that normative lifestyle, not try to be a superhero like Austin, and know, being the most disturbed, mentally ill kind of capitalist on the planet, you know, who's capable of very good investments, and maybe a shrewd political mind even, and you know, just protecting maybe dozens, thousands of people at a time, yet... Does not have the capacity to restore salvation to the West, and is taking too much capital from society and not distributing it properly, or funneling funneling kids out of poverty, or you know, making bearing fruits worthy of repentance. You know, they, Christ says, "Go over, the Pharisees, go over land so sea to make a single convert." By the time they are converted, the proselyte is twice the child of hell that they are. That they're kind of like, it's like bombarding people with truth, makes them queasy, they feel physically burdened, takes their health, and that's what Esau does. Esau, Esau takes, he takes and takes, and he goes out into the you know wilderness, but he doesn't stay put. Elijah stayed put, King David stayed put. Sometimes stay put, wait on the Lord, wait on relief from other friends, known prophets, minister, ask, you know, conclude that the community is, you know, the Christian community is there for you, the Jewish community will support, the economy will, you know. This is, uh, these are things, you know, don't enable the lack of privacy, the invasion that adult scoffers, my sociopaths, you know, that's, that's the, that's That's kind of the threat right now, is dumb sociopaths, sending like King Ahab, MTPs, arguing infinitely for the wrong reason, getting aggressive and violent for no reason, to dumb drunk, you know, that's pretty much what America came to four years ago, Trump tried to rattle that into a border, and we see that manifesting again. Usually in the summer it peaks the ENTP psychology of being wild and abrasive and psychotic. That does not bring economic success or stable privacy or, you know, good fruit to society. This crazy makes and the pleasure there is superficial and will lead you and everybody else in the darkness. Unless you start holding your friends or even atheists accountable as an atheist. Holding your Christian friends, right? You know, friends with other atheists, accountable as best as can. you know what I mean? Accountability, I learned, which was interesting, <laughs> uh, from Alex Defire. Defire, Code Pandora, and EDM Dubstep. He has an album called The Art of the Devil. He's trying to keep people alive. <laughs> you know? He's trying to keep people alive, doing the best he can as a public Satanist. Because he intuits morally that you know <laughs> that i can't speak for him or his brand personally this is just like a service that he needs people he knows that we, we need each other communities we're meant to enjoy each other and bonhoeffer's life together like it's community community in christ uh, but community as well and uh it's important to give people time to wake up spiritually, and not just force them into poverty, or you know, be the dumb adult that sabotages everything, or the psychotic, uh, bitch mom that corrupts everything, tries to crazy make emotionally, create false standards all the time, like a destructive, you know, friend. Or you know, there's so many. Bad, you saw kind of rules which are taking something fundamentally and not waiting to give to others. You know, that's essential, waiting to give to others, even, and building up capital to give to others to create a very, very integrated, infinite existential kind of post Kierkegaard effort that, that mythology does not understand. That's realism. And that's kind of like the, uh, the we see fantasy, like, like we have The Matrix integrating three different very abstract domains, the digitalism, mythology, and then basic kind of humble normative ethical squabbles and doubts with sanity and codependency and self-sabotage. You know, kind of what we do with emotional pain, we just go into the darkness and hide. Or do we come out and try to you know, protect one of you, you know each other no matter the cost going back true Christian belief the truth the newness within and you know when you wake somebody up too quickly you give them too much like perhaps water it feels like they're going to drown so they get queasy um, but you, they usually become stronger more depth understanding it later and can like the possible said from milk to uh meats you know you spiritually and that's like the it's like the uh, the quantum mythological manifold and and the development of your psychology and your ability to understand mythology without it either over consuming your time trying to understand mythology or your inability to set limits on human culture, and your reference, and ability to con- you know, consume or omit mythological phrasing within daily life, and your contemplating your spirituality, which alone, you know, is just going to not do good. It's important is to bring the mythology to work, bring, you know, like a rack space, Create that infinite work environment that is safe, that is fun. As I'm motivated by rewards, perhaps, yet, has newness, architecture, non-globalist, the upbuilding the, the, which humbly will slowly work for success for others. Anyways, so that's like, that's why I see mythology as being most effective and C.S. Lewis, the slow success of understanding other people, learning their behaviors, their traits personality keys to getting the people together. <laughs> like in Lost, you know, Dr. Jack and you know, Jacob versus like the dark So oh, it's a cloud of smoke. It's all these rules, it seems powerful, destroys things suddenly, you know, but it's confined to this jail belt. This, this fundamental darkness that he, you know, even he cannot seem to escape himself without taking, you know, this fake form, you know, And that's that's the very very rule within pluralism and postmodernism, is that the Esau infinite rule, rule the rule, instead of having like an existential identity structure, the rule to rule the Esau, the taking, becomes the false subset identity spiral versus Jacob, you know? It gets to the point where you're in post-Christianity, you see both rules, and you're like, hey, like, i don't need either i could just be a christian christ absorbs both into his manifold it's just not this ludus pluralist view of christianity of the old testament you saw jacob hey am i going to be burdened by jacob is jacob going to freak out morally and go into a Karen spiral because you know they've yeah, you know, they've cheated <laughs> you know let's say black society C- call them i mean you can't really because this is these are these are individuals you cannot call black society you know, Esau. However, you see the cheat. <laughs> you know, cheating. It's like you know the white Jacob versus the black Esau. That's that's a hor- That's a lie. It's a, historically it's true, like it's there. But that's just like, it, you know, Jacob was wrong and he repented in a forest, wondering if he is ever gonna be accepted again. Esau wanted to kill him. You know, we need those Jacob mothers, the, the moms who will hide the, the white society. But also, you need to go back and make sure Esau, you know, Jacob and Esau had a lifelong relationship that was successful. <laughs> we need to remember that. I want to heighten that because these are two biblical narratives that are very important right now. And the, uh, the, the, you know, the conversations on racism and skepticism within America, especially in the UK, it's a lot different. People are just more Christian. That, that Old Testament divide won't work. <laughs> you know, if you try to publicly cheat an African American, let's say in a liberal city such as Austin, like it's bound to just seem like a public failure, a mischief that's unwanted. Uh, in a highly right wing city that's disintegrated like San Antonio, um, There'd be nothing but a destructive attitude towards the white, and there would be the division, the Old Testament division, without Christ Christ uh, already there as a bridge, uh, which disallows freedom socially, financially, and usually it devolves both into a secret Esau pattern where both are taken from each other, and it's endless skepticism and kind of godless remarks. Uh, But in a city where there's more liberal policies that are hard-won, there's a lot more capital to go around where the right-wing is supporting the left-wing and funding their projects, you know, due to, you know, usually education, Christianity, and a lot of hard work, creativity and assertivity, being being realistic about boundaries, you don't see the racism. Manifest half as much, except for in really dumb populations or really hateful people who recently experienced trauma or looking for trouble from boredom or have never, you know, don't have a job. So, the, when the job market stabilized in Austin, there's virtually no racism, which is interesting. And uh, that's the, uh, that's like a minor very, very small towns, usually with a great. More um, protective of other people and contracted. We will understand that they are a client. We usually see that safety and the universal kind of racial peace, where it's just people, you know, and that's kind of like a dream come true for a lot of people I feel like. And uh, that's what uh, you know, upper middle class society usually tries to provide in Texas in most areas. Which is good. Anyways, hope you guys are doing well. This is a this is kind of like a brief. Skeptical, understanding of pluralists and quantum, mythology. talks, and hope uh, you guys are doing well. Happy Sunday, bye.